so here we are century later we've reached this incredible milestone i've gathered a, cen- a whole- century later have we have we done an episode every year yes we have <laughs> remember remember uh a year in internet time is a week because that's how quickly things move and then die on the internet so hmm. the fact that we've been here this long is pretty impressive now i see a new horizon and i've gathered the whole committee here to say yes we're finally doing it the prodcast you'll notice that i've given you all cattle prods Mm. let's Mm. um let's all go ahead and file into the arena and we'll see who stands victorious um what does my cattle prod say yeah bitch on it (laughs) um i got it on discount and uh, I've just figured it would, it, for, for you in particular, Kayla, you would enjoy something a little more personal. I uh, appreciate that. I ate mine. Oh, that, that <laughs> might explain why you're being slowly electrocuted right now, because these are electric cattle prods. Now, why does mine say on the side, anal invader? Um, <laughs> well, the other, reason, guess, there's a, the other I reason I picked these up is because the first topic for the podcast is uh, the tagline for this. I figured this would be a great compromise. We can finally do this, talking about centaurs. All right. So we have um, our cattle prods because ooh. clearly. Are, are, do we have centaurs coming? There will be centaurs eventually. We're gonna have centaurs coming. Well, we're do going we to find out. Them? We're going to find out if we can corral centaurs with cattle prods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. You know, centaurs. Wanna... Centaurs are the ultimate polo players. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find Can out I if ride you the centaur? centaur, do they not bleed? Hey, hey, I, I, I asked a question. I'm, do we get to ride these centaurs? It depends on how you want to ride the centaur. Yeah. Oh! 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 Yeah, if we're, if we're getting out cattle prods, I don't know that I'm, I'm going to be anything but erect. <laughs> See, I knew, this, right. I knew this was a good idea. Everybody's, like, super into it. You can't... Just put Anal Invader on the side of that cattle prod and not have it go in anyone's butt. This is true. Look, as is as is undercooked analysis tradition, and by the way, I'm taking this moment to say we are formally retiring uh, undercooked analysis in favor of the podcast. So um, this is episode one of the podcast. Welcome. Uh, we're talking about centaurs, and uh, oh well, I mean, I guess we should probably. Uh, confer that this is actually also the 100th episode of Undercooked Analysis or something, but, I mean, really, what's more important? Can I pitch you a tagline? Yes. A new tagline for the podcast. Okay. okay. The podcast, the only show that doesn't leave you with a cold opening. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I can I can feel it. I feel it. All right. Um, I'll make sure you get <laughs> a cut. Of the, I'll make sure you get a cut of the Patreon royalties for that one. It could, it could be it could be a, a a dry opening though. It could still be a dry opening. Oh please, we have Alan. When is it ever going to be a dry opening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, infer from that well, what you will. I'm when, when he's when he's popped when he's just popped a bunch of oxycodone and he has a bad case of of uh, dry mouth. You, you you know I could that's a dry I opening. Said, I could have said the same thing. as, like you know we have. Brandon, it's never going to be a dry opening. Now, would that be called oxycotton mouth? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. 
That's pretty good, actually. I just had to think about that. I like it. Keep it. Hey, kids. Forever. Oxycontin is awesome. <laughs> so, nope. shall we move on to, to Dumb Angel? Or... I thought we were going to be do reading Sonic Dumb Angel e- today. I thought we were going to do Sonic.exe. Oh, wait. I, I just, I just uh... want to get out of the way real quick. I had a back injury recently, and uh, it is so good that they only gave me five each of the oxycotton oxycote <laughs> hydrocodone and uh the muscle relaxer because i was just sitting at home like yep i could see being into this <laughs> well that's how i was with uh when i got a case of pink eye for a whole month and they gave me vicodin and i'm like i could get used to this so kayla knows what, what it's like kayla. to be dr house Kayla, yep. that's why you'd never do mouth uh, Ida ass. Oh God! What the fuck? <laughs> but but I like giving butterfly kisses to um, David's cheek. We had the perfectly fine mental image of Kayla as Doctor House going around on the cane and sassing David. Yeah, I and was. And then we had to go and do that. Kay- I... Kayla would. Kayla, I'm trying to think. I would probably, in, in our relationship and our ensemble cast, uh, I would probably no. I guess Slime Beast would probably be House since he's the old curmudgeon. Yeah. Well, Slimey's always telling us that it's not lupus. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then David would be. Um, oh God, names are escaping me. Uh. He wouldn't be the Australian one. No, he would. No, House's best friend. Shit. Oh, 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 uh, uh, Doctor. Doctor Cancer. Doctor Cancer. <laughs> Doctor Cancer, also a luchador, by the it, way. Doctor Cancer, really unfortunate name for an oncologist. <laughs> Doesn't it start with a W? <laughs> Wilson. Hello, I'm... It's Wilson. It's Wilson. Hello, I'm... Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Hello, I'm Doctor Cancer. I'm Dr. Cancer, no relation. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Cancer. Well, can I refer to you by your first name? Sure, I'm Bald, bald Kid Cancer, Dr. Bald Kid Cancer. <laughs> My family name is supposedly descended from the Zodiac sign. <laughs> that's that's what I, uh, my metal band name would be, is Kid Cancer spelled with K's. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, why... With the C... In the middle of cancer, be a K? I have to figure this out. I have to know this. Kid, kid canker. <laughs> that, just, that just sounds like a ripoff off of Kid Rock. Kid canker. And that Kid Rock gives you cancer? Kid, kid cankers? Kid cankers? Kid canker like, sounds like a rapper with a bunch of cold sores. <laughs> I was just going to say... I don't know what he's saying, but you can I'm sorry, feel I'm the sorry. pain. You know? uh, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. The concert of Kid Kanker has been canceled tonight. He had uh, some Herpes. some mouth some mouth problems, <laughs> and he won't be able to perform. Uh. <laughs> this happens every night. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? He sounds, contributes. He, to he doesn't say. <laughs> Kid, Kid Kanker is just not very good live. <laughs> he's much better when he's, he's now, in the now, you're, now it sounds like Kid Kanga, like it's now uh, a kangaroo. With now I'm just imagining a kangaroo rapper with canker sores. 
Hmm. I don't want to know. This is getting too elaborate, guys. Yeah. yeah. I think we need to. I think we need to rein it back to undercooked analysis episode 100 again instead of broadcast episode one. I think I'm, I think I'm reconsidering this whole idea. Let's see how we feel uh, <laughs> when we get back from uh, from this. So I think um, I think today, uh, in honor of the hundredth episode, we should take a look back at one of our oldest and dearest friends, that lovable scamp uh, Jeff Hitler. Oh, Jeff oh. Hitler. <laughs> Gonna. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Hitler. <laughs> yep, good old Jeff Hitler. No relation. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> He's always like, no, 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 no. You guys are always getting wrong. It's pronounced Hilter. Hilter. Oh, okay. Jeff Hilter. Um, the very so first. Got to continue. The reason I figured this is appropriate is let me give you some let me brief setup. Uh, very first episode I ever recorded before I even understood what undercooked analysis was, was me and a few other people reading Jeff the Killer out loud. And uh, that episode, episode zero, still exists, but it is on Patreon. It's an exclusive. So if you want to hear it, you can do that. But uh, since that was sort of the very, very beginning, I felt it appropriate to go back and take a look at uh, Jeff, but in a different context. So... Uh, I will, this has been on my radar for a little bit, but since today is Friday, the day we're releasing this, um, it's only fair that we, uh, address the patron's poison and, uh, Kyle, the lolly at 10, uh, was kind enough to pitch this to us. This is an awesome idea and I'm sorry in advance for asking you guys to go over Jeff the Killer 2015. So tonight we will <clears throat> go with what the lolly has shared with us. Thank you for that, and uh, we're going to take see about this Jeff the Killer 2015 thing, which is apparently an attempt at so, retelling uh, Jeff the Killer in a more serious fashion. So Alan, it's, do it's you still Je- have that? Alan, do you still have some of that oxycodone? <laughs> uh, just beer, I'm afraid. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just want to say to the Lolliette. Um, apology not accepted, but okay. <laughs> the Lola has been a longtime supporter of all of us. Thank you for supporting us. You are great. Yeah. You I are remember. an yeah, important I, part of this community. We yeah, love you, dude. I, you, you've yeah, been uh, I've, seen, I've seen him pop up quite a bit, so. Pretty sure he out. supports my Patreon, which, I mean, that's like six people. <laughs> so, Yeah. <clears throat> We get, uh, so this is like uh, House of M, Jeff the Killer. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, there's bound to be a house creepypasta out there, and I want to be a part of that when it gets read. Do I smell a challenge? Write a creepypasta about house? Huh? Next challenge, maybe? I don't I, know enough about... Challenge. The problem is I don't know enough about house to justify it. I just know the memes. <laughs> Oh man, guys! I, I, uh, I just mine would just be about a bit of Fry and Laurie. <laughs> Jeeves, what and if, what, right? Show me your best Jeeves and Worcester creepy pasta. <laughs> oh god, I'm just picturing someone coming into Doctor House with all the symptoms of a creepy pasta. It's like, but our eyes hyper realistic. We know they're bleeding, but they haven't gone hyper realistic yet. All right, here's my pitch for a they're pre hyper realistic. Hugh Laurie. In, encounters in real life every character he's ever played, and they're all against him. Ooh. <laughs> you Even the die. one from Tomorrowland? But yeah. <laughs> I, I would approve of this. I completely approve of this. 
He's in the early stages of hyperrealism. <laughs> oh, does that mean he would also meet Jasper from 101 Dalmatians? Yes, he would. But not not Horace and Jasper, just Jasper. So there's no duo element. Good point. Oh my god, let's read. Okay. No. Jeff the Killer 2015. Author's note. This is my version of the Jeff the Killer remake, which was selected through a community challenge by votes to become the new Jeff the Killer story to be featured on this site. The pasta that came second in the voting can be found here. It was okay, okay, okay. I mean, I mean, credit where credit is due, but we're not touching those right now. This is not the original story, but rather a retelling. Please enjoy. Now, one of these was written by Jay Zoidberg, and I want to know why not Zoidberg? Right. Why are we reading that one? Why not Zoidberg? That's a good question. Because apparently this and was the if winner. there's any way, if there's any way to decide uh, what the origin story for a character should be, it's it's popular vote. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in this case, it's a pretty good idea. I, 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 w- I was going to say, um, David, we need to do your goddamn challenge already, so we can do mine. Because I'm so goddamn excited for mine. All right, I have to work out what that <clears throat> challenge is, but I'll get there eventually. I, I already know what my next one is. You guys are better at this than I am. <laughs> I already got ten challenges planned out. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you guys. Kayla keeps busy. All right, I know I, I read the. I don't have any planned out. Um, so <laughs> what order are we going in? Um, oh yeah. Well, here's. So I just read the first one, so I'm. I'm gonna say we'll start with slimy. I had to ask. Mm-hmm. The day Jeffrey Woods, the woods of Arkansas, and his family arrived at their new home, the sky was overcast and the weather was muggy. The gray skies seemed to ugh, seemed to punctuate his mood. Or yeah, Jeff was not thrilled to be here. Their new home was beautiful, though a true example of his father's newfound success. But still, it wasn't the home he'd known. Then dead pallet. Uh, yeah, so we're already getting some vivid imagery of what uh, Salt Lake City looks like. Um, <laughs> fuck. A week after they'd settled in, Jeff and Lou woke up early. The sky was a crisp and gorgeous blue, and although the Louisiana, <clears throat> although the the uh, the okay, heat was playing its usual cruel tricks, the brothers decided that. A morning bike ride to explore the area would be just the right uh, just the right ticket to combat the slight pangs of homesickness that they had both been experiencing over the last week. Yeah, go to more unfamiliar places to cure your homesickness. Exactly. May I interject the fact that I would have the first thing I would have done is changed Lou's name. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it just feels. Completely out of place. Just, just one letter. Oh. <laughs> well, what if it gets revealed that like he there, that he's half Asian or something? I don't know. To, uh, it's, it's, can't say to, I didn't do that in my story. To everyone uh, listening and not reading along, Lou is spelled L-I-U. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be uh, fair, I've heard this just recently, and, and this is up. But the original Jeff the Killer video by Sassur, uh apparently, this is the rumor. The Sassur's real name was Jeff, and he actually has a brother whose name is Lou, and it's spelled like that. 
Yeah, but yeah, but he's called Sissur. I mean, are we really going to listen to anybody with that name? Jeff Sissur is a yeah. <laughs> Vidal Sassoon would break into homes and style hair. I'm just mentioning this uh, French dude with the cigarette. Like, oh, you do not understand. Lou, it's it's how it's pronounced. It's Lou rather than Lou. You know, the author had the option to change it, but he kept it the same in lieu of changing it. Uh, it is Kayla's turn. I miss home, Lou blurted out as Jeff was smearing salsa on a, the microwaved burrito that would serve as his breakfast. Jeff, you have terrible taste in breakfast. And Alan. <coughs> Shit. Um... Me too, the Liu. Uh, <laughs> but I guess this is home now, so we just sort of have to make the most of it. Because this is how kids talk, right? Yep. Golly! Because this is how they roll. <laughs> oh, by the way, welcome to the 100th episode. We are going to skull fuck you with past references. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Chafees? <laughs> remember Chafees, guys? I do remember Chafees. How did my microwave burrito end up like this? <laughs> uh, I know, but all of our friends and stuff are back in New Orleans. Remember that building we'd always sneak up on top of and watch the city lights come on? I missed that, Lou responded, sounding down, remembering that 90s movie trope that, you know, was in all 90s kids' movies. Ugh. All our friends and stuff are back in New Orleans. You brought nothing. <laughs> yeah, they literally abandoned everything. Okay, I don't know about th- what this is, but yeah, and ZM Video. The owner knew us and would always let us rent R-rated movies without our parents. Then he put us in the back room that one time, gave us that funny drink, and we... No. Oh. And, and he no, always... no, 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 that's, that's the guy who owned the bike shop. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay and he'd always hook us up with a free video game rental if we got a few movies yeah i missed that too but lou we have to i i love the exposition dump in that dialogue yeah you know what it feels it's like god do you remember the 90s yeah don't you miss having blockbuster yeah (laughs) uh so far still a marked improvement over the original yeah oh of course oh god I, I do Everyone, like it. Beast from the exposition burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff put extra salsa on his exposition uh, burrito. So, so here's the funny thing. enough, if, I if, actually did have a breakfast burrito this morning. With salsa. Excellent. No. I mean, here's the thing. If this wasn't attached to Jeff the Killer, we would have no preconceived notions right now and we'd be along for the ride. Right. But since we know what's yeah. coming, oh, yeah. we're kind of like apprehensive yeah <clears throat> fingers crossed Lou interrupted i know we have to make the most out of this but still this place just seems so fake and mom and dad still treat us like we aren't even here uh maybe maybe with the sentence it's a meta commentary and they're fictional characters in a story hmm. it's almost oh, that'd be like... cool yeah that would be a really cool adaptation wouldn't it Oh yeah, it'd be amazing. I want you know, uh, uh, someone should 
get to work on that. Now a skeleton pops out. Um, <laughs> Kayla? Kayla? Is it me? <coughs> really? That fast? Oh, yeah, well, these are short paragraphs. Um, uh, yep, they do. I was ho- sort of hoping the new house would improve their mood, but what can we do? <laughs> I feel like I am reading a children's book. Yeah. Hmm. It, it everything does kind of have <clears throat> a very goosebumps cadence to it. Still, yes. a marked improvement. Oh my god! I kind of yes. like Jeff, that. Jeff Woods and the very very bad birthday party. <laughs> anyway, uh, Liu had no answer. <laughs> Jeff finishes breakfast, and the two boys left the house to mount their bikes and explore around a bit more. As it turned out, the subdivision they moved into was rather close to a cluster of stores and a small shopping center. Village Shopping Center was the name of the short row of businesses. Within these were a pizza hut, a Chinese restaurant, a tobacco store, a sprint store, and, what Jeff and Liu were most excited about, a video store. We'll have hmm. to get Mom or Dad to come down here and open up an account so we can rent movies, Lou mentioned as Jeff flipped a box over to read the description of a horror movie. Um, see, like, this would be so much better if they didn't have the stilted dialogue, if they wrote it in a way that a kid would actually say that, of like, we got to get mom and dad down here to open up an account, because the sentiment makes sense. Yeah. but Or, yeah. you know, just, you know, looking at videos and saying, you know, we have to get this one later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when we can, yeah. or whatever. Are we getting a time period from this, though? Video stores still exist, so... Oh, man, this is 90s as hell. I kind of oh, like that. Oh, God, yeah. I kinda Only like 90s. That. These kids dismember. <laughs> that actually, now that, now that Alan has said it, it does feel like a Goosebumps book. And at the 90s film even makes it more so. Uh, is this, uh, uh, is that it's me you. or David? Wait, what? What? No. <clears throat> Al- no, it's, e- it's either Alan. Is it Doctor Scott? <laughs> Janet. No, um, it was it was it was Dead Palette just now, so it's you, Kayla. Okay. Um. Um. Shit. You're right. Jeff snapped, feeling a bit of frustration at this thought. He knew getting his parents to actually come down here and set up a membership would take forever, since their usual after-work routine was to go off into separate rooms until they got hungry enough to come out and speak. Damn. Damn. If only someone would invent the internet by now, and then be able to log in and enter that information. Yeah, that totally won't have Dad going off in a room by himself. (laughs) (laughs) Look, they were each going to leave their rooms, but then they got high. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> 90s, <'cause> remember. <laughs> oh my god, wait a minute. This, the father, is the police officer who stole the coke and framed Jane's father. Oh! <laughs> shit! Oh, shit. Wow. Are we talking about Jane the killer? Because I do not remember any of that, guys. <laughs> I remember I feel, none of it. I feel, the only real I thing feel I remember. Like, I feel like we can't keep going because there's only been two oh shits. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit. Oh shit. The JTK cinematic universe is growing, you guys. The JTKCU. 
Um, God damn it. Uh, Jeff glanced over at the girl working behind the counter. Maybe I can go over there and sweet talk her into giving us accounts. He joked to his brother, Layu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, Jeff. One look at you and she'll probably ban us, Liu remarked back, a smile broad on his face. You oh. doubt me, little man? That's, oh, that's man. the actual line. This foreshadowing of, of wide faces. Mm. Um, doubt you, the guy who kissed two girls and almost touched a boob? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Please go on over and lay on the charm. Hmm. He he almost touched a boob. Almost. But but then then she regained consciousness and got, <laughs> oh! up, got, up, off the, got up off the street and the paramedics arrived and you know. <laughs> Her head was still exploded because it hit that <laughs> that fire extinguisher. <laughs> And what you don't know is the two girls uh, he was giving CPR to after he crashed. Yeah. All he does is shove girls in front of cars. <laughs> I got a trick that works all the time. Everything he does is they, mysterious. They buy it. They buy it. Uh, so remember. Remember, they'll believe you so long as you shout, Look out! Right before you push them. <laughs> Welcome to the last episode of Under 50 Here, here uh, there is a terrible joke my friend made. They said, um, if, you want, if you don't want to get caught, all you have to yell is, Surprise! <laughs> that way it's not considered great. Oh, shit. Because oh, you, you yelled, Surprise! Uh, Kayla, hey, guess what? What? It's your turn. Uh-huh. So, so David, no, I, watch out for that. I will. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, man. I totally could have banged that girl. But her parents came home and... Okay, <laughs> I got a question. They're supposed to be 12, 13 years old. Maybe they're older in this? Maybe. Oh. Her parents came home and paid me for babysitting and I left. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Episode 100. Welcome. Welcome. Last time you told Last time you told me that story, you said her parents were out of town and her sister came home. Jeff became flustered, and while in the process of trying to make it another comeback, the girl behind the register removed all doubt by speaking to the boys herself. "Hey, aren't those your bikes?" the young woman asked, pointing toward the glass window. "No, it's a window, you stupid fucking" Jeff and Lou looked uh, over and saw three boys outside, two of which were riding around in circles in the woods, uh, brothers' bikes. Now that we have these, we won't have to all have to ride on the same skateboard. (laughs) (laughs) On top of each other's shoulders. Incoming douchebags. Oh, man. They would spin them around and then jump off, letting the bikes crash into the pavement just to stand them up and ride them again. The two boys riding the bikes were both slim in build, wearing a heavier... uh, (laughs) while a heavier boy (laughs) stood on the sidewalk, drinking a Red Bull and watching. Okay, what the fuck time period is this, dog? I don't know, but the heavier kid is like... Yeah, it might be fun to steal a bike, but fuck that, it's riding a bike. <laughs> Guys, you can ride your bikes, but Wait. I heard Red Bull gives you wings. I'm going to fly. That's true. 
Clearly, clearly, the heavier boy should be drinking a surge. Should yes. Be. Yeah. <laughs> also, that would require um, effort in order to get on a bike. Uh, mm. uh, it's okay, guys. You, you go have fun. Jeff and his brother made their way towards the door of the video store when the fat kid saw them coming. Jeff couldn't hear what he said to his two friends, but made some sort of gesture while shouting. And the other, oh, made some sort of gesture while shouting. And the other two boys dumped the bikes where they lay and walked towards the sidewalk, directly towards the two brothers. Did two brothers in a video store? <laughs> Then Jeff One. comes out, and where are his bikes then? <laughs> uh, question, is this a, something off about this sentence? I think, is it a run-on? Yep, a lot yeah. of commas. Yeah. Those are your like... bikes? Those are your bikes? One of the boys asked as Jeff and Liar! Into the summer heat. Both of them? Yeah. Oh, oh, God, you didn't get that. Sorry. Why are you riding them? Lou asked sharply. We just saw them there, man. Relax. Figured someone just left them out for us, the same boy responded as his two friends joined him on either side. Hmm. Okay. Jeff, determined to make a good start here, tried to change the course of this confrontation. <laughs> So well, did you enjoy our bikes? <laughs> Please sample our bikes from distant New Orleans. <laughs> Was it good enough for you? <laughs> listen, listen, guys. You don't understand what I had to go through to get this bike. There was this weird guy at a bike shop. He gave me ice cream. <laughs> huh. I had to pretend I was some dude named Tarzan. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> there was another guy in the closet dressed up as Superman. <laughs> this is a dude in the corner just jerking off and gibbering. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that trailer well, there are. The... We just moved. Okay. Are, are you ready for the most front loading? No. Well, they're ours. We just moved here about a week ago. We live over there, uh, over on Fairmont Avenue, a few blocks from here. We were just checking out the neighborhood. Do you want me to give you your uh, my address and phone number? Here, I have my social security card. Jeff hoped that a civil tone could turn things around, but he could tell by the insolent look on the kid's face that this was a difficult gamble. It's going to be a difficult gamble, kids. Good for you. You move somewhere. The fat kid in the story <laughs> and on the podcast remarks. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like this kid. <laughs> Good for you. How was it? Remarked Christian Bale. Warner. Good for you. <laughs> wow, you moved to another house, you little fuck. Good, good for you. You moved somewhere. The fat kid remarked. What a tub of lard. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. You moved somewhere. I'm really not into the whole moving thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Troy, the first boy spoke. They moved into that piece of shit house with the gravel driveway. I was wondering who would move into that place, because we keep a, a track of the reality in this area. <laughs> Did you guys move into the fireproof house? They moved into that shit house with the gravel driveway, he said, bending down to lick the road. Mmm, sweet, sweet pavement, he said. 
<laughs> Tastes like money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy, now we know. The big kid, apparently named Troy, replied. Jeff, still trying to salvage this conversation, the, the, uh, the conversation, trying peaceful banter one more time. Okay, so you're Troy and you're Randy. Well, I'm Jeff, and this is my brother Lou. We just moved here from New Orleans. You ain't in New Orleans now, the third boy who had now just decided to speak remark. Yeah, and who the fuck said you could call us by our names? <laughs> Randy asked. That insolent, privileged smile never leaving his face. That white privilege never leaving his face. (laughs) This is the second time the word insolent has been used. Insolent! Yeah. Uh, Who said you could use our real names? You'll refer to me as Papa Patriarchy. (laughs) Said in a privileged way. You notice the the way the story is being told is in third person. And I, I just, it's... It doesn't it, work. It, it, it is bothersome. Mm. The, these kinds of stories need to be told in the first person. Like I, I would, I would hate these antagonists more if it was being told from Jeff's perspective or Lou's perspective or something like that. Mm. But as it is now, it it just doesn't work. And the original story started off with a news article, and then went into the narration, which I always thought was really fucking weird. I, I would expect a rewrite to incorporate perspective in some interesting way, you know? I think yeah. that this should have been from Troy's perspective. I think it should have been like, you know, I was out, you know, drinking a Red Bull with my fat fucking face, <laughs> stealing, stealing bikes and shit, like a load. And then these two assholes came out of the video store and started yelling at us <laughs> for riding their bikes. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't listening to them. I was thinking about cake. <laughs> a few chapters. That times for me. A few chapters in, and then I was beaten to death with a towel rack. <laughs> and that's, and that's a, I like to think that should be the whole story. <laughs> I don't know. I was listening to him. I was thinking about cake. Then a bunch of stuff happened I didn't pay attention to, and I was beaten to death. Really, the whole time I was distracted by how much I hate diet soda. Like, why would you even make diet soda? Uh, God damn. uh, Jeff smiled and responded to Randy. Well, I guess I could have called you a fucking asshole, but I figured I would give you the benefit of the doubt. Ooh! Ooh, snap. Damn. Sick bird. You just got served. In that moment... Oh, Jeff, you a killer. (laughs) (laughs) You killed him. He'll never sleep again after that. Ooh, that's smart. (laughs) That's smart. Ah, my my fat skin ain't thick enough to to, to repel that insult. Troy is instantly my favorite character in this story. In that moment, a flare of rage replaced the smirk that had rested on Randy's face throughout this entire exchange. The other two boys, Troy and the still unknown third member of his band, Ringo, seemed to be momentarily (laughs) struck silent. Perhaps they weren't used to being stood up to. Yeah, we're in a band. It's called Incoming Douchebags. (laughs) (laughs) But we do know... We do know the name of the third person because we're an omnipotent narrator. 
You know, True. it just bo- right. it bothers me. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that language too adult for you? Jeff asked. And you, quiet boy, we know this isn't uh, we know this isn't New Orleans. Jeff stated to the slim kid that had reminded him of his <laughs> ge- geographical location. Because if this were New Orleans, you three would have already gotten your asses kicked for touching someone else's shit. Damn. What a dumb sentence. Mm. <laughs> you kidding? Jeff is from the streets! <laughs> Don't listen to him, geographical George. You keep giving us updates. <laughs> Come on, he's trying, man. <laughs> we are in the street right We are in the street right now. <laughs> you, tell, you tell him, George. <laughs> Go get him! Oh, man. They're out riding the bikes, and he's like, at three feet, turn left. <laughs> uh, where are we? Oh, I'm uh, the Slim Kid. Okay. The Slim Kid looked back and forth at his two friends. However, Randy, clearly the leader, seemed to know what to say. Keith, you gonna let this little bitch talk to you like that? Uh, shit's gonna go down. Hmm. Oh, Diff. Jeff knew this part. And while he wanted quite badly to sock Randy and his pals around, a real concern suddenly invaded his mind. If he hit Troy, he might get buttercream frosting all over his head. (laughs) 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 It's okay if I make these jokes, everybody, because I'm really fat. Before you feel bad, before you feel bad for Alan, you should know that he was very svelte, very skinny man. Then someone gave him shit for making a fat joke, so he said, I'll show you. Oh my god. Like this time I tried to get really tan. Nope, cut that joke. Um, <laughs> cut it. <laughs> hey, I, I tried to make a Dumb and Dumber joke. Nobody got that, so. Uh, if he and Lil got into a fight <laughs> on their first week in this new neighborhood, their parents would freak. He could practically hear it now. And while things had been far from perfect in their home, even after the move, there was a piece that had fallen over the family. And Jeff, fighting his urges, you know, the urges. Mm. Mm. decided to do his best to keep it. He got a weird feeling in his area. You know, just like in the original story. (laughs) Like his pants are getting tighter or something. Mm. Jeff looked over the three very well-dressed, very privileged, white privileged-looking suburban Mm. kids before them and dismissed them. You guys are boring. Come on, Lou. Let them continue their playdates without us. (laughs) Is it just me or... Are they making Jeff and Lou out to be minorities? I don't know about that, but I do know that that last sentence should have ended at the halfway mark. Yep. You guys are boring. Come on, Lou. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let these children enjoy their frivolities <laughs> without our company. Well, because they, they, they... I mean, this... I author, got it, Slimy. <laughs> well, first they... Well, okay, let, let, let me make a point. Uh, or let me oh, make... okay. <laughs> God damn it. 
halftime release. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kayla, you were saying? Well, when they said it in New Orleans, um, which it's like, okay, that's an interesting choice. And two, they keep mentioning the word privileged, and which I'm like, well, okay, that's very strange to keep referencing, especially as a white person, no. if you're a white person. No, Kayla, Kayla, no. I just figured it out. I just figured it out. What? I just figured out why it's, it's set in, uh, why they're from New Orleans, why they moved, and they're still in the same state. Because mm-hmm. they're in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, God. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, un, it's not un heard of to call people privileged regardless back before back before back before it became a political thing privilege used to be a term that was applicable that was applicable in a lot of situations oh i gotta keep remembering this takes place in the 90s or does it because i i am sort of on kayla's side because i'm thinking what sort of event would displace a minority family from New Orleans, oh, Louisiana. Oh, oh no, shit. They, already, they, already, they already said it was from. They already said it was for work. Oh well, I mean, you can't work if everything's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. You can't work it for Zatarans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody who listens to us in New Orleans, if you're out there. Um, if you're out there, <laughs> if you're still alive, <laughs> Jesus, David, that wasn't what if I meant to do. You just got my words. If you've got gills in one of them fancy underwater <laughs> computers, if you're out there, I hope you can swim. <laughs> It's been oh 10 years. Is it still too oh. soon? <laughs> if you think Waterworld was a documentary. <laughs> Jeff Fox really oh, is. I just realized I'm going to hell. <laughs> yeah. I was just supporting Kayla's theory. I don't know about you guys. I mean, it, it was kind of an. I mean, it was a theory. It was just like, I started noticing some things, and I'm like, okay, but. Maybe it is. It, again, it does take place in the '90s. If we're gonna just assume it's the '90s, because there's a video store uh, for fuck's sake. That's true. Yeah. And you know, so, it does. Privilege okay. does not denote race. Privilege. Right. It does just... sort of fall into that uh, thing you see in a lot of creepy pastas, where it's like, I was the poor kid who was in a sweater all the time. You know, that, a hoodie that... pulled over my head. Yeah, and the other right. kids were rich and bad. You know. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking because in the '90s that was more. I was from the other side of the tracks, and yeah, I looked at them through my bangs. <laughs> they were so stupid. <laughs> Who's, yeah. Whose turn is it? I'm so lost. We have so much story to get through. You guys. Oh my god! Didn't I? I think I just read. Um, did who? It's who just, turn. Yeah. Well, what is uh, it? Who, who read? Continue their playdates without us. That, that was Kayla, was, right? Then it's me. That was uh, him. Lou laughed at that and followed behind his brother towards the bikes. However, Randy and his little gang of would-be toughs... Ugh. (laughs) All right, Sam Spade. Okay. (laughs) And his little gang of would-be toughs... 
<laughs> some Rat rough Scallion. and tumble kids. <laughs> him, him and his uh, hoodlums mm. would have none of that. They moved to block Jeff and his brother once again. Oh, I'm going to do the Randy voice from uh, the episode. Where are you going, pussy? (laughs) (laughs) Shoving Jeff. So I could tell that shove had no real conviction. Randy was just trying to figure him out, seeing where his buttons were. He'd push harder eventually, but Jeff swallowed the slowly building anger within him once again. He said, Randy, you asshat, it's not button day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure out where your buttons are. It's a zipper. Okay. (laughs) Lou took a bit more exception to the shove. And was going to your mom's house, me and my brother saved up a couple dollars from doing chores, and we hear she doesn't charge much. Sick bird. As the words left Lou's mouth, Randy appeared to only register a small portion of it all. (laughs) Surprise. Incoming backstory. Randy Hayden had grown up in Mandeville, wherever the fuck that is. His father was a partner at a local firm that made a lot of money, something else Uh. that Jeff would soon come to learn. Randy and his friends were, while the same age as Jeff, had grown up in a very different circumstances. They were used to being listened to. They were used to being feared. Fear Hmm. is power. In fact, Randy... Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Fear is power, the power is yours. Captain Planet, uh, homophobe. Okay, go ahead. Here you go. (laughs) I like how most of our references are just from the last couple episodes, because it's all we remember. (laughs) Still counts. Uh, Throw it on the counter! Uh, uh, damn it, um... In fact... Uh, uh, (laughs) literally crucifying. There we go. Ah. In fact, Randy... The target of the insult just stood there. It was actually Troy, the fat kid who stepped forward, fist balled around a bunch of Twizzlers. (laughs) (laughs) I squinted in anger. Who are you talking to? Troy shouted and took a wild swing at Liu. Liu Saussure, who was both in better shape and had (laughs) sparred with Jeff a time or two during his time spent boxing... (laughs) Oh, fuck this story. (laughs) Fuck this story. During his time spent boxing with the Weebelows, was able to avoid the punch, but just barely. Had that been all, it might have once again ended there. Troy was clearly taken by surprise at Liu's speed and his agility with the katana, and actually didn't attempt another punch. However, these were bullies, kids that ran in a pack for a reason. The skinny one, Keith, stepped around and threw a punch that connected with the left side of Lou's face. I understand. He why remarked, th- "That was the left side of your face." <laughs> <laughs> I understand now why uh, the lolit felt lo- the lolit felt like he had to apologize. <laughs> I think that that there would be someone who who really, with how many people care about this story, you think someone would actually try to save it, but no, it's it's literally just. Punch for punch, the same story. Beat for beat, the same story. It's kind of like a trap because uh, uh, trap link, fishfucker. But it's a trap because you. <laughs> you know you can't diverge too much from it, or it's not Jeff the Killer, really. 
you know, anymore. You might as well put a different name on it. But yet, keeping the skeleton of it is such a such a withered, diseased skeleton. You know. Yes and no, because it's a revenge story. You can you can make a million revenge stories. There are a million good revenge stories, despite all the people who hate Quentin Tarantino would say otherwise. But I, I think you could save this story. I, it, it, it wouldn't be this. It wouldn't even really be the same skeleton. But you could, you could take all the people, places, and things and move them and make it a good story. I think you could. Mm. Well, if you just took it like as a, okay, I think you got to think of Jeff the Killer, the basic story, as the like basically the first layer, and then you just have to add more layers, give more of a reason behind why this person would do this. Why would Jeff decide come to be a killer? How how would this happen? There, it, you're right. It could become a good story. I I do see the potential in it. But the problem is everybody keeps taking it for face value, not for what can I do to make it better and develop the story more. Well, no, th- not- there's a, there's a, there's a little attempt here in that they're really trying to push the classism thing, which was in the original Jeff the Killer story, but never really explained. And they're doing a little bit of it here. It's like, Randy was super well off. and, and But they're telling us rather than showing us. Mm-hmm. That's my big yeah. problem. Mm. Yeah. Also, they, they what the, the problem is, they're like, like Kayla's saying, they're not going deeper. They could go deeper. I mean, Inception. Mm. I feel like the, the brother dynamic also kind of waters down the story because oh my god yes three three kids mm-hmm. and two kids and you know the two kids have to pass back and forth you know talking to and fighting with the three kids this, and it's like, this would be much more effective if jeff was actually helpless right um but no <laughs> they're apparently fucking professional boxers <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they don't, they don't take shit from nobody because in new orleans you don't take shit from nobody that's so right. what do you do <laughs> <laughs> They're also pro gamers. Uh, Jeff had seen enough. Bro- <laughs> Dead, Pal- Dead Pallet had read enough. He'd been shocked at how quick this evolved into blows, even though he'd expected it from almost the start. <laughs> Dead Pallet had read enough. He'd been shocked at how quickly this evolved into blowing. <laughs> <laughs> and by by uh, blowing, he doesn't mean in the good way. Uh, man, th- th- he was shocked at how quick they started raw dogging him and his brother. <laughs> <laughs> when he had first met Randy and his friends, he had been curious. Mm-hmm. From there, he developed an annoyance with them, and slowly that annoyance had evolved into anger. No shit. How- however, upon seeing Lou punched, seeing the small trickle of blood form on his brother's lower lip, upon seeing that smug look of satisfaction on Keith's face, that anger that Jeff felt suddenly exploded into a rage that he had never felt before in his life. He, um, he got like, so angry he popped a boner. Like <laughs> I, was I, just I say. <laughs> wouldn't you I, expect? I, wouldn't you expect the rewrite of of Jeff the Killer to have good grammar? And just like tight writing, so like, oh, here's the thing that was the weakest. Let's tighten up that. Hey. It's it's not here. It's like even though he had expected it from almost the start, that it's just I not am, a good sentence. I'm now really goddamn curious what second and third place reads like. We might yeah. have to look into those at some point. Oh, God. 
good period of time from now because yeah, we need no, to, oh my god we need to read we need to read yeah <laughs> but I, I i gotta wonder who voted for this okay okay just go so oh go. oh it's me fuck <laughs> <laughs> kayla told Jeff- herself to go oh. <laughs> Jeff- did not uh, Jeff Woods did not hesitate. He stepped forward, his feet automatically falling into the correct stance that he had learned from boxing. <laughs> no! <laughs> from the boxing classes his father once enrolled him into and delivered a powerful right hand to Keith's face. The skinny boy had no time to register shock or pain. The punch caught him by surprise and his knees buckled. <clears throat> Keith went down to the ground in a heap of confusion and dawning fear. <laughs> I call that move. (laughs) I call that move the angry dragon. (laughs) Uh, Ding. (laughs) Randy. 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 The the so-called leader here was almost too shocked to move. He'd had quite a lot of experience starting fights, but no real time logged in losing them. He'd never felt control of a situation slip. He was used to being in charge. So now, seeing one of his friends go down on a guy so quickly and easily, <laughs> left him in a state of shock that he had no idea how to address. Okay, I, I need to break this. I need shock to break this. Okay, there, there is another thing, because I, and I, you did bring this up uh, earlier, DP, the third person is starting to bother me more because, okay, if you do third person, you still follow one character. You're still looking at the point of view from one character. Who's our fucking narrator here? Who are we following? Because God, you're God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just God looking down and I'm like, huh, I wonder what this fucking kid's doing. It's God Jr., a.k.a. Jesus. God's looking down at this and he's like, this is, this is the greatest story I have ever told. <laughs> no buts, God Jr. Troy, on the other hand, seemed to have a plan. Th- throw, seemed to have a plan. Throw another punt. What? Troy, on the other hand, seemed to have a plan. Throw another punch. It, throw it at the man. He moved for towards. He moved towards. Troy, Jeff. on the other hand, seemed to have a plan. Throw another punch. Bangkok, Oriental setting. <laughs> <laughs> If you, he if looked you, at Keith. Actually... His head was down over his pieces, brother. <laughs> he pearl harbored him. He pearl harbored him like a like a Chinaman. <laughs> oh. Okay, maybe. Regrettable ding. <laughs> Regrettable ding. He moved towards Jeff deceptively faster than his weight would seem to allow, and threw two equally fast punches. Jeff, however, had no problem sidestepping both attempts because he's still a Mary Sue in this story. Mm. Troy, seeming lost for actions, actually dropped his arms as if to say, Gee, what do I do now? I hate this writing so much right now. Oh, it's I, so I love how it says I bet, you... I, The pasta shade would be like... <laughs> or the pasta shade would basically be like... like um... God, what is this sheet? I would not want to leave this on my story. Ooh, yee, mm. <laughs> that was my attempt at doing a pasta shade that impression. Bad. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. Oh, wait. Who is it now, me? It's you, boss. Okay, well, I was just going to say he moved deceptively faster than his weight would seem to allow. It's like he's deceiving him with speed, 
So he's like gonna punch him slow after speeding toward him. I don't know. Sure. He does that thing where he like throws the punch, the fist stops, and he just flicks a finger out, and it sends him flying. Jeff had the answer. He moved in, throwing three hooks to Troy's stomach, his fat, fat stomach. The hefty kid's eyes went as wide as pie pans. (laughs) A fitting analogy, Jeff thought. (laughs) He fucking King Hippo'd him. (laughs) Yeah. Punched him right in the X-shaped band-aid on his belly button. Oh, my gastric bypass scar. (laughs) (laughs) Father will be ever so mad. Uh, He staggered back, clutching his throbbing stomach. Jeff wasted no time and stepped in once more, fetching a sharp punch to the big kid's jaw, causing Troy to promptly fall on his ass. Jeff was reminded of King Hippo. Oh my god! From the punch-out game he used to play. He couldn't help but smile. So I think we can agree that Troy is a beast version of Punch-Out's mascot. David's gone insane. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You knew it would happen eventually. Okay. Troy looked like he ate like Pac-Man. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. He sucked up his ice cream cone like Kirby. Anyway. Jeff now turned his focus on Randy. He advanced on the boy, feeling up his thighs, <laughs> feeling something new forming inside him. He still felt the anger, the rage, actually, at the antics of these three assholes. <laughs> I'm probably like the funniest porno I've ever seen. It's like, God damn it, the assholes won't stay still. All... I, I, it's better that DP is reading this, too. <laughs> That's uh, three assholes. That's a, that's a that's it's going to be difficult to DP that. Um, <laughs> they had the nerves because there's a lot of nerves in the asshole. People don't know that they had the nerve to mess with their bikes. The nerve to insult two kids that they had never met before, and of course the ultimate offense, touching his brother inappropriately. <sighs> However, mixed in with this rage was a sweet, enjoyable pleasure. Jeff was feeling simple and clean. His appreciation for Kingdom Hearts was swelling. (laughs) (laughs) Not only was he kicking their asses, but he was loving every second of it. He thought, thought as though, the joy of showing them was perfectly blended with the rage he felt towards them together. It was formed into a sadistic, controlled sense of power. So, Steinbeats, you're wondering how you can save the story. Here's a way Just to retitle it. This. Retitle it Fifty Shades of Jeff. You you could turn it into a um, what's it uh, a Watchmen kind of thing where it's a critique of the genre, oh. where it's like Jeff turns into an evil character, and it's like, look, here's what Jeff actually looks like, and it's a terrible thing. Hmm. He's an abusive, angry, irrational person that is not to be looked up to what the fuck are you idolizing this character for right and he's not he's not interested in making out with your oc no he he would he would stab your oc in the anus with a knife he's asexual for all we know Hmm. that was until you stepped in front of him jeff stop that's enough why stop now lou i'm sorry Why stop now? They wanted this. <laughs> Guys, just based on the, the tone, 
Sorry, keep going. Jeff replied in a flat voice as he unzipped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> They're asking for it. That liar had never heard come from his brother's mouth. So, if I recall, this 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 our version of the story is just called Jeff the Fucker, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeff Link. Troy Fucker. Jeff. <laughs> she... Trap Jeff Troy Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> that's a sad crumpled ding for that one she's calling the cops <laughs> Lou or she's calling the cops look Lou shouted again and this time Jeff came back to reality oh there goes gravity oh <laughs> god damn it <laughs> ding <laughs> long enough to listen he glanced over at the video store clerk and saw her on the phone talking frantically and pointing towards the parking lot suddenly Jeff's strange sadistic haze collapsed and he regained his former self but then she dropped the phone and it broke. She had to go find another one. <laughs> I, I, oh, by the I, way, guys, wait. Jeff the Killer 2015's new version of this is Jane is the girl working in the convenient in the video store, but Jeff didn't know that at the time. Hmm. I actually used to play bass for Sad Crumpled Ding. <laughs> 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 Fuck! Let's go! He stated quickly, and he and Liu mounted their bikes and rode toward the parking lot exit. Hey, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, you better fucking run, Randy, uh, called behind them. Jeff and Lou paid no mind and pedaled away. Hmm. Pedaled. A few blocks Pedaled away. Pedaled, yeah. They wilted away like flowers. Just, Just a casual pedal. A few blocks down the street, they dismounted their bikes and began to walk them together. At first, neither brother spoke. Then Liu broke the silence. Jeff, thank you for standing up for me back there. Thank you. Also, uh, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> all yeah. of my all I... of my years in boxing lessons couldn't prepare me for the fact someone was going to call the police on a phone behind me. Thank you, Lou. <laughs> Yeah, well, Lou, this wouldn't have happened if you would have actually locked our bikes in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, those guys were pieces of shit. They had it coming, Jeff replied, looking down at the street as they walked. They had it coming. They had it coming. They had it coming. (laughs) They only had themselves to blame. Can we ding that or or not? No. No, that's that's not a ding. That's something else. They had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's not not a ding. That's a ding. God damn it. All right. Jesus Christ. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so wait, what was... Did we just read, yeah, they had it coming, or were we... Yeah, we, yeah, we just read they had it coming. Yeah. Okay. What What happened? I've never seen you like that before. Just defending myself, Lou, that's what I was supposed to do. What was I supposed to do, let them beat you up? I they go to our school. I bet we'll see them there. And they won't forget this. Who cares? We didn't ask to move here. We didn't ask for any of this. Mom and Dad just wanted a bigger house in a nicer neighborhood. We were along for the ride, whether we liked it or not. Think I give a shit what those rich asshole kids think of us? Jeff stated. And went back to looking at his feet. I'm just a kid, and life is a nightmare. Think we'll get in trouble? Leo asked. By the way, if you are biking somewhere, don't look at your feet. For what? Defending ourselves? 
Yeah. Oh, they're they're walking they're walking the bikes now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess you're right. They did start it. Lou answered, and to the brothers, to two brothers, <laughs> the matter was closed. Our things were far from over. Ain't that bum, the truth? Bum bum bum. They found that the trouble they believed they'd escaped was in fact waiting for them at their front door. Jeff and Leah <laughs> saw the police cars well before they arrived at their driveway. Two cop cars, both parked in front of their house. Both of them felt their stomachs drop as they well knew why the police were there. The pro- uh, what, what, what was your stripper name again, uh, Alan? Huh? The, the stripper name that's also your detective name? Oh, uh, uh, Rex Skylark. There we go. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> Rex Skylark comes again. And again and again and again. <laughs> the, wow, I did not think of that. Okay, go, David. Sorry. The brothers entered the living room to see their parents sitting on the couch and the two cops standing up, leaning on the wall, writing in their notebooks. <laughs> I like to picture, like, a Michael Jackson lean. Like, just like... <laughs> These are the cool caps. I just pictured them bleeding into like, uh, so do you know what happened? Well, it looks like you've uh, been hit by, uh, been struck by a smooth criminal. Uh. Are you okay? Any, <laughs> any, are you okay? I, I, I don't care if you're black or white. I, I'm not, not looking into it. All right, so. What did you two do? Shayla practically screeched as the boys entered the house. Shayla. I'm sorry, Shelia. Shayla. Sorry, Shelia. Oh, yeah, it's. Shalia. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What did you two do? Shalia practically screeched at the two boys into the house. Shalia. She, she runs a tight household. You never want to break Shalia law. Jihad <laughs> <laughs> it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh god. This is gonna end with the most fucked up, like inbred meme shit ever. Oh my god. Dave, <laughs> am I am I breaking the mic? My voice. Is no, you're fine. fine. You're oh my god. We after this, <sighs> you just realize this is this is it. We can't use any past memes. This is all gonna be a clean slate in episode 101. This, this episode is... 101 is gonna be us going like, you know, falcons. Maybe those are funny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Crisis on Infinite Earths, and then like after this, we we have a new continuity. Lou, younger and less centered than Jeff, began to fall on the defensive. Some kids tried to jump us down by the video store. They were messing with our bikes, and when we went outside, they got in our faces. That's that's not the way we heard it, Matt Woods interjected his voice firm and ripe with anger and dissatisfaction. You know, I was really firm interested in words to choose. I was really ripe. hoping uh, Jeff's dad would be James Woods. <laughs> That's not the way we heard it. <laughs> oh. Missed opportunity, right? Yeah, I know. Mm, not Tiger Woods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's just leading a double life. <laughs> Because he, cause he kind of was. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, Big Daddy Woods, please. <laughs> no, Dad. That's what happened, Jeff began to explain. We were down at Friendly Video looking around the store when these three kids started riding around on our bikes. 
All we did was walk outside, and the kids started talking trash to us, trying to provoke a fight. When we tried to leave, one of them punched. Boy, I tell you what, they should call it unfriendly video, am I right, officers? Yeah? Huh? No? Huh? Huh? This guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, one of the two cops spoke. His name tag read Williamson. Boys! Again, again we have to pause here. Because we're we're getting this perspective from God, why does it say? Why do we need to know that it says what it what it says on the name tag? If you know the name, yeah. God put on his reading glasses. Williamson. Hmm. I apparently named this one Williamson. Like it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be close third person, and then it goes on this segue about Randy. And I'm like, nope. It can be anywhere now. Um. His name tag read Williamson. I would have recognized him, but he had shaved his mustache. Boys, we have some serious complaints about the two of you. From what eyewitnesses at the shopping center say, you two started the confrontation with Randy and his friends. I'm so disappointed in you having put that voice on that you didn't say two of yous. (laughs) The two two's mugs... Oh, shit, never mind. Oh, well. It's gone. <laughs> Maybe next what, time what, you get to read his lines. Maybe. What What if you, you get arrested for something, and they take you in for interrogation, and then the guy comes in to interrogate you, and he's talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> Good cop, idiot cop. <laughs> Good we got cost. some serious complaints about the two of yous. <laughs> you say two of yous? <laughs> is, is it weird? To, yeah, is what it weird up, you I'm... mug? Is oh, it weird that I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of the dad from Family Matters? Oh God, Carl. Carl. No, no. You two cops come in, and one of them is talking completely normal, and the other one has a wacky voice, and it's just like real life cop, fictional cop. <laughs> oh, it's the old real life cop, fictional cop routine. Listen, buddy, I'm your friend here. You gotta confess, my partner there, he's not even a real officer. We don't know how he got in. We cannot get rid of him. What are you talking... He has killed people. O- o- officer, what are you talking about? There's no one there. <laughs> uh, Alright, so... Jeff took notice at how familiar the cop's tone was when he said Randy's name. Ah, this was a small town after all, and there was a good chance that this cop coached Randy in Little League or drank beers with his dad. Or drink Hell, it was even... Randy. <laughs> Hell, it was... Or drink it was Randy. Even... It was even possible that this cop could be the uncle to one of the bullies, and they had a shared secret. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, I'll give what? the story this. I like that they're. Says. I like that they're furthering the, uh, the classism thing of like these people are in. They're well connected versus Jeff and Lou, who are not well connected. Well, I yeah. guess this this whole story is just a commentary on the whole nice, fancy neighborhood thing that was kind of only barely touched on in the first one. I yeah, I think again, this I, it's a, a good concept. The idea that um, it's a small town, but small again, town it's told, it's told, it's not shown, and no, sir. If I Jeff were replied. rewriting this story, oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, we didn't start it. They did. We just wanted our bikes. We just wanted to leave. They blocked us. If I was on Twitter, the story, 
<laughs> they, blo- they blocked us on Twitter before we could even respond. <laughs> if, if I were rewriting the story, I would make Jeff the affluent kid and the bullies the poverty-stricken kids, and I would have it be like, you know, Jeff, who had, you know, taken martial arts training classes, you know, and Jeff, who had been spared no expense and, you know, flying him out to train with the greatest martial arts masters in East Asia, you know, Jeff... He was training, <laughs> he, he was training with Conor McGregor. <laughs> there you go. Well-known professional wrestler, Conor McGregor. God damn it. It was a gloomy day when Jeff Benoit started... <laughs> Jeff LaParka was... <laughs> Williamson continued as though he'd heard nothing Jeff said. Several witnesses, including the video store clerk, said you swung first. They say that the boys you were riding your bike... That the boys were riding your bikes. But let me ask you this. Did you chain your bikes to anything? Or did you just leave them outside the store? <laughs> Right? Did you put a boot on your car, or did you just park it? <laughs> you wouldn't download a bike. <laughs> were you holding your girlfriend's hand, or were you just walking next to her? Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> did you specifically write, do not shoot on your forehead, or did you just leave it blank? Well, here's the thing, is if, you, if you're holding hands with your girlfriend, yeah, no one can steal your girlfriend... But if you go in the club, then you got to give Ron Brown's $20 for cuffing in the club. I see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complicated matter. Huh? I understand that reference. No wife in the club? Give me yes, $20? Yes, I, I know exactly what that give is. Give me $20? Give I'm, me $20? I'm in the know. I'm jumping out the window with this one. Jumping out the... Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I legitimately used to think... The lyrics to that were "Ain't no Wi-Fi in the club." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this club! <laughs> got no internet access. Anyway, Excuse me, sir, when I asked you what the Wi-Fi password is, um, the one you gave me isn't working. Ain't no Wi-Fi in the club. <laughs> Am I typing this wrong? Suck my balls? Is that is that twenty dollars? <laughs> and, and because it's a club, you gotta be like, "What's the Wi-Fi password?" What? <laughs> There's no Wi-Fi. Give me twenty dollars. We don't have a drink called Wi-Fi password. <laughs> twenty dollars, please. I charge. I charge for information, even if it's not helpful. <laughs> like an NPC in an RPG. <laughs> oh my God, Alan, go, please. Okay, I'm gonna read my line, and then I'm gonna mute my mic to go disgustingly off my blow my nose and get another beer. Okay. Um, What's that matter? Demanded. (laughs) Well, son, if you just left your bikes lying around the street, you can't exactly blame Randy and his friends for riding them, now can you? Oh, (laughs) goddamn. It'd be different had you secured them somehow, but you just left them there. Capiche? (sighs) Mom, Dad, you're not buying this crap, are you? You know me and Liu didn't start... Don't start fights. When have we ever? These three punks messed with us, and if you can't tell that these cops are taking sides, then you need to open your eyes. 
Jeff knew he was skating on thin ice, but that rage, it demanded some sort of satisfaction. He pulled out a silk glove and slapped one of the cops with it. I demand satisfaction. <laughs> He's got a gun, shouted one of the cops. No. Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Oh, oh, thank you. Jeffrey, do not speak about these officers in that tone of voice, and do not don't don't speak in that demonic tone of voice, and do not speak uh, to us that way either. Now it's pretty obvious that you two aren't happy here, that you miss your old home. But starting fights in the streets isn't going to change anything. Jeff's That's mother snapped back. Jeffrey, you you should don't speak about the officers in that tone, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, you want to come ride bikes with me, Jeffrey? <laughs> and now we're listen, back to Fresh Prince. Listen, <laughs> boys. Okay. Listen, boys, you're lucky. None of the parents want to press charges. This will be reported as a sim- simple scuffle between teenagers. But be advised, you're both on notice. This is a quiet town, not like New Orleans. We don't tolerate that this sort of behavior over here. If you see Randy, Keith, or Troy, I highly suggest you tell them you're sorry. We'll keep an eye on both of you, so don't let this happen again. You won't have to have an arrest record. You don't want to have an arrest record, do you? So what happened with that uh, that fight that you were called out to? Oh, you know, we're just putting it down as a scuffle between teenagers, you know? Is that is that how you can, out can, the you, form. can you officially put that on a record? Uh, what was the competition? Um, just scuffle. a kerfuffle. Just a kerfuffle. Yeah. Just a <laughs> assault and scuffle. <laughs> assault and there scuffle. Is, I, I never. I know that is, dance. There was a Matt Bronger bit <clears throat> where he was talking about the word Donnybrook, and it's like because the Irish are weird because Donnybrook sounds like a lake you'd get married by. But it's actually slang for like a fight where someone loses an eye. <laughs> also, I'm back. Welcome back, Alan. You're on the next paragraph. Cool. Uh, Jeff felt his anger bubble over, and he could not hold his tongue. Who is he to, to you, Officer Williamson? Is Randy your nephew? Is he a friend's son? Or maybe you go over and fuck his mom while you're on duty. Whoa. Which one is oh, it, Officer? Sh- Oh, it's shit. all three. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> That's it. Both of you. Go to your rooms. Matt Woods apparently found that he wasn't a mute after all. As he, Wow, a miracle. A miracle. As he ordered his sons out of the room. Dad, you spoke. <laughs> We're so proud of you. And you don't have a cleft palate anymore either. <laughs> Jeff and Lou walked up the stairs. However, they refused to hang their heads in shame or feel any regret. Onward. They walked up the stairs, holding their heads high, looking at the ceiling. They tripped and fell several times, <laughs> but wouldn't let it stop them. Neither of their parents spoke to them for the rest of the day. Jeff and Lionel stayed upstairs, venting their shared frustration to each other. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. They'd been screwed over, hmm, even at their young ages, hmm, and they knew that. They took some solace in the fact that they at least hadn't been arrested or cited, but still, they saw what was really going on here. They vented their frustrations back to back with their pants down. <laughs> no! No! Brothers, stop! 
<laughs> no, so the, the balls touch. <laughs> no, do I have to? Do. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Balls touching. Um, do I have to be the like downer here and say that this is repeating a lot of the same stuff over and over again? Yep. Mm-hmm. There okay. is. I I don't want to be actually, you know, saying serious shit, but. No, you're I allowed to say serious. Shit. This is almost like <laughs> this is almost like H.P. Lovecraft. If H.P. Lovecraft was dumb. Uh, <laughs> like, Let I, me tell I'm, you about my cat's name. <laughs> I'm honestly at the point where I could just mute my mic, come back and say, so uh, are they still saying the same shit over? They're still doing... Okay, let me know when it gets to the end. <laughs> you, better, you better bring a fast photographer, because they don't call him Speedy for nothing. H.P. <laughs> uh, yeah. H- Lovescraft had, had a yellow cat named Chinaman. That cop, he was protecting Randy. Jeff whispered to his younger brother. Why would he whisper? Okay. No shit, his brother replied. We have to watch ourselves in the mirror while we jail. We have to take care of each other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) We have to to take care of each other. Back to back. You saw it down there. It doesn't get better. No. <laughs> you saw it down there. No! <laughs> Even our parents didn't stand up for us. We have to watch ourselves. We have the death sentence on 12 systems. We're just two lonely boys who can't even turn our parents on. What the fuck is this? Ah! <laughs> yeah, what the hell was <laughs> up with you? not even a mother could love. Guys, I, 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 guys, we, we needed to keep this moving quickly. I incest. Uh, yeah, uh, what the, yeah, what the hell was up with that? Lou asked. Imagine their fucking image. That's what's up with it. All they care they, about is fitting in here. They want to make sure they blend in with the rest of the Stepford, Stepford families. No more fighting. If we see Randy or his two fuckhead friends again, we just walk away, okay? But, Jeff, you can kick the shit out of them. Why would we walk away, Lou asked. Because I can't kick the shit out of cops. Because I can't kick the shit out of the cops, Lou. I can't kick the shit out of mom and dad. And that's what would get us... Wow, that's terribly written. Fucking Randy and his pals are protected here. You and me, we're not. So if we (laughs) We see them, just... (laughs) If we see them, just just raw dog it. (laughs) Okay, please. I can't kick the shit out of the cops. I can't kick the shit out of mom and dad. Wait a minute. Hmm. Jeff, foreshadowing. Are you sure? Because apparently you're the fucking Iron Fist. (laughs) 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 Uh, Nodded. Uh, I feel like a little bitch, though. (laughs) Tell me I'm a little bitch. Tell me. <laughs> Come on, tell me. I owe I owe Keith for hitting me. I owe him five dollars because I'm super good doing it. <laughs> I owe Keith for hitting me. I even said thank you, sir. Can I have another? <laughs> no, you don't. I paid him back for that, and I paid his fat friend too. I hope they just leave us alone now. Jeff sighed. Jeff and Lou didn't hear from their parents for the rest of the day, which was already said. 
They remained in their rooms late into the night, and finally came down to eat after they were sure their folks had gone to bed. Lou said that he felt relieved about that, but Jeff had a sinking feeling that the worst was yet to come. Jeff was correct. The next morning, when the two brothers came downstairs together to eat breakfast, their parents were already sitting at the dining room table, staring at the boys, approving of nothing they saw. Put your clothes on, they said. <laughs> what is that? Sit down, Matt flatly stated. Oh, my God. Why Why is the dad character being referred to as Matt? Yeah. <sighs> What's going on? Do <laughs> uh, <new> you ask? <laughs> Sit down, Matt stated again. Anger dancing on the words. Doing the Charleston. Ah, I'm anger. Voiced by Lewis Black. The boys complied without further question. Matt Woods began his diatribe. Get ready for this long diatribe, everybody. Whatever that was yesterday, beating up some kids for touching your bikes, mouthing off at the police, disrespecting both me and your mother, that stops today. We didn't beat anyone up for touching our bikes, Jeff blurted. Shut up, Jeff. This is a one-way conversation, his oh. father barked. Sure. That kid, Randy Hayden, his father is a partner at my firm. Did you oh. know that? Did you ever even think about that when you were assaulting him over your godforsaken bike? You know, that would have been a cool reveal. That would have been a neat little reveal had it not been revealed by God earlier in the story. Do you realize that this means that Jeff's family can't be that far off from Randy's family? Yeah, I was like, thinking of the same thing. Yeah. Mm. You just didn't think, did you, Jeff? Sharila added. <laughs> How could I? Thinking have... is haram. <laughs> How could I have known that? Matt continued. Well, I've spent the entire morning talking to his father on the phone. His dad is willing to let it all go, but shit, son. I have to deal with that at work now. Do you have any idea how much I'll get beat up by the other guys at work? No. How much damage this could have done to me, to our family? Jeff felt that rage coming back, and he fought it with all his might to keep it stifled. All Instead, I can picture is the other dads, like, riding Matt's Segway, you know, like, around the office. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it wasn't chained up. <laughs> Instead, he once tried to appeal to the two adults' parental side. Mom, look at Lou's face. They split his lip. Can't you see? It's still swollen. <sighs> Turned his head to better showcase the injury. Mike. God, Jeff. I'm so some kid favorite. My God, Jeff. Apparently, Jeff is my God. So some kid played a little rough with your brother. Is that any reason to fight them? Oh my. Oh my God. <laughs> Worst parent. I wanted to make friends with some of the other families in this neighborhood, but thanks to you, I just don't know. All I wanted Good to do God. was make friends. Jeff. Oh. I feel uh, like the, the parents and the children are swapped here. Yeah, yeah. Because oh the parents God. are like, you just don't understand. I'll never have any friends now. You know, like, oh, what the fuck? God. 
This actually, the story is actually giving me a headache, guys. I, I really yeah. am kidding. <laughs> and I, I feel, oh no, like I have to be a little bit I'll charitable right to someone trying to rewrite Jeff the Killer, okay. though. <laughs> yeah, like but... it's not an easy, not an easy task. No. So. Hmm. Well, here, here's the thing. I think any one of the people who have entered into our contest could do a better job at rewriting Jeff the Killer than the story. What if yeah. that was our next writing challenge? I don't know. What if it was? Hmm. Nope. Hmm. Never going to happen. No sooner could Jeff or his brother construct a proper defense than their father began speaking again. This is my turn, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, your mother and I have talked this through. Since there are only a couple weeks of summer vacation left, we've decided that lion should spend the rest of his, the season at Aunt... Marcy's place. <laughs> We're going to send him to a farm, Jeff. You won't be able to see him, but he'll be happy there. <laughs> We've already spoken to her, and she is willing to let him come out there and stay. So they're going to send. Both. So they're basically going to send Lion O to Mumrao's place. <laughs> Both Jeff and Lou were floored by this decision. Both boys began to protest at the same time, but they saw the look on their parents' faces. The decision was made. I don't want to share a bed with Monkey and... (laughs) (laughs) Jeff! (laughs) Lou, could you roll over? (laughs) You're hogging the covers. Spooning isn't gay. (laughs) Guys, is this a three-parter? No. (laughs) No, we're getting through this in one second. Guys, look. Look at how much there is. We can do it. This yeah, is the sure 100th we episode. We can do sure it. Sure we can. Mm-hmm. Kayla. Oh, yeah. Kayla's dead. Rip Kayla. <laughs> Rip Torn. Uh, oh, what? I hear, I hear her taking medicine. <laughs> no, I am actually taking a Ah, the old familiar sound of your significant other taking medicine. <laughs> Is that, oh, yeah. code? Is that code? I I hear her tapping the vein. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She got a belt There's tied around her arm. <laughs> oh, hit me with that good stuff, baby. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, where the fuck are we? It's uh, Your paragraph um, is um, no sooner... Oh no, it's a both jet... Wait. Why can't? Uh, I've got it. Uh, he kissed her again, softly, and then harder, teasing her with little flicks of his tongue. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I've got the polo erotica open again. <laughs> Ding. So it should be, why is it, why can't we? Is that what? Yeah, I think that's where we are. The line? Why can't we both just go then, Jeff asked, a last stitch effort to at least get away from his parents. Marcy doesn't want both of you there. She says you two are too rambunctious. And frankly, we agree. Shalaya answered. (laughs) Shalaya. And so it was. And so it was. The Book of Jeff, Chapter 4. Lou was shuttled off to his aunt's place in Abita Springs, Louisiana, a place even smaller and duller than Mandeville, if one can believe that. I believe it. I can't. Jeff... (laughs) Jeff watched his brother leave and then walked back to his bedroom. 
He felt that rage. <laughs> However, it began to feel almost pleasant to him. He couldn't explain it. He was furious at this turn of events. His parents had turned their backs on their own children. However, through, all, through it all, these new feelings he was experiencing weren't terrible. The anger, for example, he could almost taste it. It was felt like thick, sweet syrup stirring around in him. Of course, he knew the extra mm. ingredient which would complete the flavor. Ugh. Ugh. That satisfying, yeah. that satisfying joy he'd felt when he had Randy and his friends on the ropes the day prior. That mixed perfectly with the anger to create some intoxicating product that Jeff almost craved now. He wondered how he could market it. He fell asleep mm. lying in his bed, thinking about that syrup. That thick, viscous, that seemed to work its way into the very fabric of his soul. He wanted it, yet he knew that it was destructive and that nothing good could come from sampling it again. It turned so... out a few years later he started uh, making cream. Jizz? I thought he was. I thought he drank sun-warmed <laughs> ginger ale, but yeah. <laughs> J- Ding! Uh, so jizz then. <laughs> jizz the killer. Jizz the killer. <laughs> Several days passed, and tensions were high between Jeff and his parents. Without Lou around, there was nothing for him to do except shit shit his pants, sit in his room, and play video games. He went outside, but didn't venture far from home. He knew if Randy and his goons showed up again, it would likely result in another fight. For a few days, that worked well, and Jeff believed that he could get through this. However, his mother changed all of that on an early Saturday morning. Jeff was awoken suddenly by a sharp sunlight striking his face. He heard his mother humming, something that she rarely did. Even in his half-sleeping state, he knew the humming was forced. She was doing it to wake him up, (laughs) and figured that the added sunlight would get him there even faster she <laughs> god damn it guys she when she noticed jeff's eyes cracking open she sauntered into his room and began speaking in a tone that oozed false joviality what a hey, sailor <laughs> <laughs> she started humming and it was very forced she was just like <laughs> <laughs> At, at first, Jeff had refused. Could his mother be serious? Did she really expect him to go over and make friends with Randy? He was still in bed when his mother stopped her incessant humming long enough to tell him to get up and get dressed. Then he, God was upset with it, too, apparently. Mm. Once he learned why, he told her no. No way in hell. However, his mother was the shrewd manipulator, and she knew exactly what would get the job done. She'd promised Jeff that if he did this for her, went over and made it work with Randy, then Lou could come home the next day. She'd sandbagged Jeff right into the corner with that one. He'd no choice but to agree. Kayla, was that a was that a Hurricane Katrina reference? Really? A short time later, <laughs> Jeff and his mother were pulling into Randy's driveway. Randy's mother answered the door. Oh God! Wait a minute. So this is where this is about the point in the story where the birthday party would be, right? Yeah. Mm. So have we potentially lost the best part of the original Jeff the Killer? The kids' birthday the party. Cowboy hat. The cowboy hats. 
<laughs> this could be it right here. I mean, out. Lou didn't get arrested, so yeah. he didn't get sent off to juvie. No, not off to juvie. Hi, you must be Jeff, she greeted. <laughs> she was Carol Channing. <laughs> Jeff, sm- <laughs> Jeff smiled wanly. Wanly? Wanly. Wanly. Okay. And confirmed that that was, in fact, who he was. Hello, I'm Sheila Woods. Nice to finally meet you in person, Jeff's mother announced, barging past her son and extending a hand to Randy's mother. Mm. Shalaya, so pleased to meet you. I'm Brigitte Hayden. (laughs) Sorry to hear that our boys had a little mishap the other day. You know how it is, though, with teenagers, hormones going crazy and all. Fucking each other's brains out. Yeah. (laughs) Going back to back on each other. (laughs) Jeff, stop fucking your brother. Um. (laughs) Ding, I think. (laughs) Randy never gets to fight. No. Yeah. Uh, UCA kids remember. But he, but he explained to me that Jeff and his brother are still new to the area and haven't quite learned how we do things in Mandeville yet. Isn't that right, Jeff? Yeah. yeah, where I'm from, we're fighting all the time. I'm a fucking idiot. Anyway. <laughs> I, I like the idea that it's like, Shalaya, so pleased to meet you. I'm Brickette Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff couldn't resist a small jab. He punched her in the face. <laughs> You're going what? down. It was only a little jab. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Miss Hayden. Me and Lou had no idea that it was okay for your son and his friends to uh, mess around with our bikes without asking. Are you still out about the fucking bikes? <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> you shit. Brigette. Brig- <laughs> going- That's how we're pronouncing it from now on. Brigette. Brigadoon. He gets that m- mouth from his father. Never knows when to shut up. How about you and I go in and have some coffee... And you make it, and you get the most expensive kind, and you give it to me. And you can tell me about all the great gossip around Mandeville while our boys get to know each other the right way. Oh, God. Women, ladies and gentlemen. It's the wrong way. I I present to you women in fiction. (laughs) Let's have coffee and get gossiping. Come on. Because this is what women do. We grab (laughs) coffee and gossip and... Pray that our men just get to and, know each other the right way. And can. talk about boys. <laughs> let's let's while our children talk, let's do each other's hair and practice kissing. And scissor fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, Kayla, all all access granted. The deepest secrets of women, brought to you by Kayla. Hmm. Brought to you by the Benji uh, Network. Um. <laughs> all right. So, Randy is in his room, Jeff. In his room, Jeff. <laughs> is somebody sneezing or dying? I'm. Uh, oh, okay. We don't. I'm all we're stuffy. Sure. Well, Randy, <laughs> Randy's in his room, Jeff. He's already turned away from the door with his pants down, sitting <laughs> Indian style. <laughs> Randy is in his room, Jeff. Upstairs, second door to your left. Follow ah! the sounds. Follow the sounds. I'm sure you'll hear the sound <laughs> of his video games or something. <laughs> something with a joystick. I get. I don't know what. 
<laughs> Regat stated with very little humor to her voice. No, that's not at all how I read that. He's always telling me about this one game he plays, his weird sounds. He always says he's playing, oh, what's that game? Spank the Monkey? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this fappy bird, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Jeff answered in his Billy Mays accent <laughs> and entered the house. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Jeff. He tipped his cowboy hat that we're going to assume he has on. Uh, yes. Jeff knocked and heard Randy answer with, Come in. Ooh. Hey, so, uh, guess you heard our parents want us to hang out. <laughs> Get to know each other. Mm. Jeff stated with a little erection. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, little conviction. Yeah, that's my mom, all right. She doesn't like drama. Honestly, I think she worries too much. I mean, I'm cool if you're cool. She doesn't like drama, but we're going to gossip over coffee. <laughs> Jeff sat down on the floor next to Randy, back to back, and struck up a conversation. And stroke up a conversation. Stroke up a conversation. <laughs> uh, I could make that a lot dirtier, but I'm not going to. Do it. So, turn. So... Turns out your dad is my dad's boss. He freaked out about the fight in the parking lot. He was actually worried that he'd get fired or something. My dad is like, uh, like everyone's boss. I fucking hate it. Uh, I think like half the kids at my school talk to me because their parents somehow are connected to my dad's firearm. Uh, Hold on. We have a 100th episode milestone. Uh, Dead Palette just did a third voice. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> and Ladies and gentlemen, good. Dead Palette's Lumpy Space Princess. <laughs> oh, my glob. <laughs> Why do you hate it, Jeff asked. Because it's fake. This whole damn town is fake. <laughs> You'll figure it out as you go, but trust me, everyone that lives here is just trying to pretend there's something else. My parents make me dollar shit, all the trophies and stuff, just so they can brag, that's it. Ah. Uh. Jeff smiled. I know how you feel. My dad had me in boxing class a year ago because some co-worker of his had a brother that worked at that place or something. As soon as that guy quit, though, I was out of that gym the next week. Hmm. I wish it was... Oh, I'm sorry. I wish it was that easy, Randy responded. <laughs> I hate playing basketball, but my dad will sure have me out there again next summer, and the summer afterwards. It's like, he knows I hate it, but wants to make sure I'm out there with his stupid company name on the back of my jersey. Randy, why did you and your friends fuck with our bikes the other day? <laughs> bikes... I am surprised I, I'm surprised you did not say fuck with us, or fuck us, on our bikes <laughs> the other day. And at one point, there's just going to be an awkward silence, and neither of them are going to know what to say. And then Jeff is like, so do you want to, like, turn around and masturbate back to back? <laughs> it's like, dude, I've been waiting for you to ask. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to ask. <laughs> and it's like a beautiful moment, and, like, the J-pop music kicks in in the background. Oh, I told you, this town is fake and boring as shit. There's nothing to do here. We have to find stuff to do. I mean, 
There are only so many times you can go hang out at the video store or ride the dirt paths in the woods. All the girls here are stuck up. All the stores here close early. There's no mall, and the th- movie theater is across town. We are just bored, man, so sorry for that, I guess. Girls are cows. How do, how, do, how do I... It's crazy how well that accent worked for yeah. that paragraph. Yeah. All the girls here are stuck up, and there's no mall. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, oh, I get this paragraph. That was really good, Kayla. Thank you. I'm just wondering where the story is going because I mean we know what's what has to happen. Yeah, but they're and now like he's actually befriending the bully. So fuck. With the way the with the way the story is written, any hopes of it subverting tropes is just out the window. I'm jumping out the window. With... Anyway, this this Alan. It's cool, Jeff replied. I guess I'm sorry for two. (laughs) 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 Things went too far. Hey, it's cool. I guess I'm sorry for two. (laughs) You mean the fight? Randy asked. That shit was actually cool. Those guys, Keith and Troy, they just leech on me because of my dad. It's like I told you. I'm pretty sure that parents make them hang out with me. I'm realizing that we're not doing Valley Girl. We're actually doing a feminine goth kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Or or to some extent, Lumpy Space Princess. But Same difference. Yeah. <laughs> the the okay. afternoon... I was gonna. Uh, have you ever guys ever watched video games awesome live? No. Uh, okay. Well, I have, but that's because yeah, you. You remember the. Uh, you remember uh, the Phoenix Wright, and then uh, the Mia character. Oh yeah. It, that, that's what it sounds like to me. That sounds about right. The afternoon went on. And Jeff soon forgot that this was a mandatory arrangement. A forced marriage, if you will. He actually started to find himself liking Randy. Sure, there... Wait. He actually started to find himself liking Randy. Sure. Their first encounter was a little sketchy. But he was coming around to the guy. Uh, I guess back-to-back wasn't really uh, all it was cracked up to me. Finding that he wasn't so bad once his idiot friends were removed from the equation. Nah, Jeff, you don't understand. If you want it to be better, you have to look into my eyes while you do it. (laughs) See, it says he was starting to come around to the guy, so I'm I'm assuming that, like, we're talking about an older, over-the-shoulder spurt. (laughs) (laughs) Incoming. Um... (laughs) You sunk my battleship. Now we're the hard, now we're the Hardly Boys from South Park. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I feel a raging kill coming on. Uh, about an hour later, things took a new turn. Jeff heard the twin pops of two car doors shutting uh, in near unison, and then heard the engine start up. He dropped the game controller and peered out of Rindy's, Rindy's, Randy's bedroom window. Rindy's Just in time to see his mother and Randy's mother backing out of the driveway. Hmm. 
Our parents are leaving, Jeff said. Thank you for stating the obvious. <laughs> About time. I figured my mom would eventually talk your mom into going shopping or going to get coffee or something like that. Hmm. Jefford Rand- shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Jefford Randy paused the game. Here, here's where it here's where it turns. Yep. Hey Jeff, come downstairs. I want to show you some cool stuff. Randy invited, and Jeff followed. Randy led Jeff out into the garage. It was hot in there. With the main door shut, the garage was well kept though, and Jeff observed stacks of magazines under the workbench, as well as tools and various other utility items stacked about. Oh man, we're gonna. These are gonna be some porno mags, and they're gonna get <laughs> into some back-to-back action. <laughs> Newest meme for episode one hundred and one: back-to-back action. Back-to-back. There you go. How about back-to-back action? No, I like it. No. <laughs> Alan supports Everyone me. Else is That's all that Everyone matters. Else apparently, yeah. Alan, I, fun fact: I, no. my vote didn't I'm, count, but I voted for you for best ECA boyfriend. Oh. Best oh. had a full boyfriend. <laughs> right, because I'm a pigeon. Um, yes. Cuckoo. <laughs> who, who, is, who, who, who is it now? I have totally lost track. Kayla? Yeah, same. Oh, we're... we're, we're uh, whoa, uh, um, what did you want to show me? Jeff asked. Hold on. Let me get it. Randy replied, moving the magazines out to reveal a small red box. This is where he keeps his super poor. <laughs> I found this red box in the road. Oh. That's a like, deep what cut. Is that, what, is, what is that from? <laughs> oh. That's a deep cut. I love it. Um, Ding! Like, check it out. It's my dad's flare gun. We're red. just skipping so many <laughs> lines. Oh. Uh, we're at the we're at the point where it's like it's starting to just run together. Yeah. Well, some of these things don't matter. Like Jeff watches Randy remove the box and opened it. Like okay, yeah, check it out. Jeff pulled out his gun and shot at it. <laughs> the paragraph we skipped was standing in the small uh, in the small closed garage with the late summer heat lingering. Jeff began to feel a bit uneasy, despite the fact he and Randy had seemed to bond over the last few hours over what is not mentioned. Jeff couldn't ignore the sense that things were different now, that the adults were gone. Mm-hmm. And then David said, check it, out, check it out, my dad's flare gun. So, if I said that, uh, then it's your turn. Yeah, but did you say that he waved a tubular gun around? That's totally oh, tubular. Oh, and, and waved a red tubular gun around. Totally uh, tubular. Cl- there, I can make the joke now. That clearly says rad <laughs> tubular gun around. Yeah. <laughs> whoa be careful with that jeff shouted more out of shock than real concern it's fine dude don't be a pussy it's not even loaded randy said (laughs) oh christ however jeff watched as he fished uh one of the flares out of the back compartment randy (laughs) then continued to fiddle with the flare uh, popping it open and loading the flare. Now it's loaded. <laughs> he announced. My dad, sh- my God damn it. My dad showed me how to use it this last year when we went out boating. 
sometimes I take it out back and shoot flares at the trees, but maybe this time I don't need a tree. <laughs> okay, so the flares magically restock or what? Because, I mean, you know, your dad's going to realize when the flares are all gone that you've been going out and shooting them. Well, my, so dad, kind of... my dad is rich. He can afford more flares. <laughs> so it's like I take it out back and shoot flares at the trees. Yeah, and he hasn't started uh, countless forest fires? <laughs> I shoot it inside. Sometimes it's fine. Our house is fireproof. We have a fire extinguisher right there. <laughs> Careful. Don't trip on it. Your head will explode. <laughs> You'll look like an angry dragon. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I, I don't know how long we can go with that, but... Guys, Let's guys. Predict- we're, like, we're, like, not even halfway yet. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah. Let's, we can do we, this. Let's bulldoze through this shit. We, we should... Agent, we should probably on. We should probably break, though. Even that... Would that help? I think I we've think so. long since broken. Ugh. <sighs> Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, as things are taking a turn, I think it's only fair to say that here uh, we're going to cap off episode 100 with another two-part cliffhanger. Um, Thank you, all of you, for your uh, support, kind words, and terrible insults over the years, because those exist too. Um, Big thanks to all our patrons on Patreon who have been pushing us to do more of these things. Um, thanks to uh, all my co-hosts here, my friends, lovers, Aww. countrymen. <gasps> He's talking about me. Kayla's like, I'm one of his countrymen. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. In a voice. I always suspected that she was the country man in the in the relationship. <laughs> yeah, she's she's country like, man. I'm city man. In, in the most deliverance sense of the word. <laughs> God damn. But no, legitimately, if I can get stupid sentimental here for a second, I won't Aww. actually. Um, I legitimately like appreciate having you guys. You, I mean, you guys in particular, your support and and how you've all gotten on board with this and. Uh, we've now, this is like, I mean, I know I started this, but it's not my thing anymore. It's our thing. And like, it means a lot to me that we've gotten this far and I definitely want to keep it going into the future. But your friendship legit is, um, great. And of course, and of course, slimy type something. Uh, no, never. God damn it. (laughs) I'm sorry. Maybe if we make two thousand dollars, I'll consider it. <laughs> if we get two thousand dollars, I will give you. Uh, David 1, will make a short film of Jeff the Killer. I will make a short. <laughs> I'll pull in the spoony one and make a short film that never actually gets made. <clears throat> there you go. Um, we, we can get the you... full the full vision of MJTK. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you want to read that one thing that we got? Which one From thing? From Patreon. Oh, yeah. I'll read it, but um, the 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 person who wrote it asked me not to share a name. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to share this, because this is great. Um, 
Let oh, me... he pulls that. Um, yeah. She tried to turn over to face him, but he held her in place, kissing and licking <laughs> down the back of her neck and reaching beneath the little dress she wore. He slid his hands under her bra, grasping her breasts in both of his hands while he rubbed against her from All right. I've read this whole book now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this one anonymously, just for some, and, and I'm going to cut some parts of it out. But um, this goes to show, like, one of the reasons I'm so Im- impressed by what we do, even though it seems really stupid. Uh, hi, management. I know this is a strange thing to send a message about, but it seems disingenuous not to, uh, and significant enough to warrant a small amount of explanation. I wanted to attach a thank you note of some sort, since I've been enjoying both Midnight Marinara and UCA for the past six months. I have some chronic health problems, so I've been in and out of the hospital quite a few times over the past few months, had a few surgeries, not all of them planned, and spent a fair number of days too tired to leave the house. It's par for the course for me, but it's very lonely sometimes, and I enjoy hearing human voices and stories and conversations that aren't about blood tests or whatever. Don't get me wrong, my friends are awesome about helping me when I'm sick and coming by to bring me stuff, but I can't wake them oh, up. Oh man, that's that's going to suck when we release that whole next episode that's entirely about blood tests. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh yeah, Jeff the, t- the Killer 2015 Part 2. It's all about mm. blood tests. But I can't wake them up for every middle-of-the-night debacle. Here's a weird anecdote. The last surgery I had was at 5 in the morning because it was one of the unplanned ones, and I only had a few hours of advance notice. It was a pretty mi- it was pretty minor, so I wasn't so I wasn't too nervous. Being in the hospital that late without family or friends around is an emptying feeling. So I ended up spending those hours listening to UCA, and it was absurdly comforting for the reasons mentioned above. Sorry if that's TMI, but I felt you all deserve to know that someone used your recording of Happy Yappy to prep for surgery, thus elevating the story in question from alleged creepypasta to a medical device, and it's all your fault, slash sarcasm. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, And basically, um, the writer goes on to say, um, you know, just make, you know, I prefer not to mention the name, but I would like the co-hosts, co-hosts responsible to know that this helped. I feel like I began this with the intention of writing something completely different, but it's late and I have no idea what the other thing was, so we'll have to do. Thank you. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Um, well, you're welcome. You know that, who you are. It's interesting how you know you should read a letter like or a comment or something after every creepypasta because it really highlights how much a creepypasta doesn't sound like real life. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, when you read a legitimate letter from somebody who's actually living a life, you know, and then you read a creepypasta where it's like, we thought the kids might mellow out after a few minutes alone. You know, like, <laughs> like, you know, where it's like, so, you know, not the way people talk, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, it's funny you bring that up because one of the th- new things I want to introduce here is, um, you know, this, this got me thinking. And I have a, I had, I had a little, I have, I have a proposition, but I might propose this between recordings. So back to back, see. back to back, <laughs> back they to face back. each other, drew their swords and shot each other. Two deaf for, policemen for the, heard for, the for noise. This, for the, for the people who haven't figured out yet, we we record these things back to back. We also record these things two at a time. True. Absolutely true. Yeah. yeah, if we put a, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick. Yes, break. We, we record these all back to back, jerking off. 
we'll take a short break and we'll be back in episode 101 with the continuation of this but again everyone i cannot express my gratitude enough this is all your fault (laughs) all of you out there yes it is all your fault you 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 caused this look at what there's a reason you did there's there's a reason I'm dedicating time to this and not Midnight Marinera right now, and it's because of you assholes. So thanks for that. <laughs> you know, you said that you can't express how grateful you are, but I propose that after we stop recording, you try. I'll try. <laughs> and then no one will hear it. It'll be great. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.